Hello, Forks fans, and welcome to the Explominate podcast. I am your host, Rob, and today we're going to be doing a show where we reminisce about the last five years because we're about to hit our five-year anniversary, and I want to talk about that. So joining me today is Nate. Hi, Nate. Hey. And Ben, Warmack Blue, original OG Ben. Hey, how's it going? Long time, man. It's it's good to hear your voice again. Yeah, I've been in the Discord, just not really in voice chat. Well, for those of you who haven't been around for the entire five years, Ben actually started our weekly exchange, or <laughs> as some people might call it, the weekly sex change. But he started it. He had the, the idea back in the day to be like, hey, I've got my friend and we want to talk about games every week. How about we do this cool little like, actually, it started off as a YouTube video, right? A weekly YouTube video? Yeah, it wasn't weekly. I think it was bi-weekly or something. And it was four episodes on YouTube. And people were like, oh, you should do this. And you should do that. And you should do the other thing. Ben's like, nope, we're recording a podcast. I'm not going to do that again. Yeah, it was really hard. YouTube was really hard. Yeah, I can't even imagine. Uh, Podcast editing in and of itself is already difficult. I've done video editing like twice. And I said, I'll never do it again. So... I, I when I screw things up on my YouTube videos, I'm like, eh, that's, that's just how it's gonna be. Well, I think actually those four videos are the first four videos posted to our YouTube channel. I think they're still there. I'm gonna check right now. Yeah, that those probably are actually. But yeah, they were pretty cool. Uh, I mean, I understand how much work and effort that went into them, so it's probably not worth it. But back in the day, Ben started that, and it's gone on to what were you like two fifty two, two fifty three now, Nate? Yep. Yep, yep, there it is. Four episodes. Those the first four episodes we posted on the channel. <laughs> there was the pilot episode, Apollo 4X and Warlock 2. <laughs> <laughs> Age of Wonders 3, Sorcerer King and Endless Space, and Busy Week. Those were the first. And that's back when we had like 20-minute episodes, 26 minutes, not what we're doing now. But yeah, we just uh, recorded episode 252, I believe. Mm-hmm. Let me confirm that. Yeah, yes, so that is what we recorded. Glad to have you here with us, Ben. It kind of feels like it's everything, everything's coming full circle because you're one of the original people to start with us. And I wanted to talk about that a little bit because, well, this started five years ago as like a, a kind of like a, an idea that Nate and I had. We were friends on the Amplitude Studios forums, and I think it was right after, right before Endless Legend came out, right? Yes. Yeah, and we had just we were both kind of waxing poetic about how much we enjoyed Forex Games, how Amplitude Studios with Endless Legend or I'm sorry, Endless Space One kind of brought us back into the fold and like reignited that that passion for Forex Games and we're like it's so crappy there's only like this one site and that site doesn't really ever update and you know the the Star Sector guys or Space Sector guys are really awesome but you know the, the information right. just doesn't come out very very often. So we we're like let's do something about it and we started Explominate. Yep. And the funny thing is, is when we were kind of talking back and forth, turns out that we had spoken to one another in several different places in the prior 10 years. And the first time I think we ever exchanged any words was on uh, Galsif's 2's forums. Yeah. Or, or not the Galsif 2, it was, um, what was it? It was one of Stardock's forums. I want to say maybe Fallen Enchantress or something. We we were, or maybe No, Elemental. it was before Fallen it was elemental. It wasn't Fallen Enchantress, and both you and I, I think, got banned for something. Yeah, <laughs> we were talking too much truth. <laughs> but yeah, so so we both got banned. It was like back in two thousand eight. Yeah, we we it, it was pretty cool because once we started talking, we realized that we actually knew each other from so many different forums, and we'd followed each other without knowing each other on right. on various forums, and yeah, so we got together. I I took what little knowledge I have of website building, and I built a site and. 
now fast forward five years, there's been a lot that's happened in five years. So that's right. I mean, right. from everything from you and I starting this and it becoming something and us bringing in people like Ben. Hi, Ben. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then podcasts just exploded. Right. Five years ago, they weren't as popular. No, no, they weren't. I think I think we kind of got in as, as they were starting to become popular. And I mean, since then, just... you've got, I, I mean, some some popular podcasts that have really blown up like the Joe Rogan show and. But yeah, there was, I mean, there's been a bunch of really popular podcasts since then. And so I think Explominate's been able to kind of capitalize on that a little bit because our podcast has well over a million downloads and mm-hmm. which is insane to me. I can't believe that people actually like to hear what we talk about. And, you know, there's, I mean, from every, everything from, from us, like getting this thing started and actually getting a Patreon started and actually having people contribute to that Patreon Mm-hmm. To me, subsequently, unfortunately, having to take a step back for quite some time, I I switched jobs. I was a paramedic for a while, and then I became a police officer, and everything became way too, dif- too, too diff- difficult for me. And thankfully, Nate has done an extremely good job of holding down the fort and really just, you know, Well, it wasn't ass. just me. If it was just me, the, <laughs> it was Troy, it was Joshua, yeah, Micah. Yeah. yeah. Oliver, Dallin, we had, uh, let me see, who else was contributing a lot? Mark. Oh, yeah. We had people come and go. Then we had the multiple variants of Ben. (laughs) There's so (laughs) many Bens. But, I mean, we have OG Ben, so that's that's, that's the good thing. The only matter one that matters. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He's the only one that matters. Um, And we're happy to have him here with us, too, because, unfortunately, uh, well, Fortunately, Dorian, Hurricane Dorian was headed your way, but now it looks like it's going to kind of miss you. So that's good, right? I hope. Yeah. Who knows? It's very unpredictable. (laughs) Yeah, it's been wild. Um, But yeah, so there's so much to talk about, really. I mean, it's been fun to kind of look back. I think uh, the last few days, we started on Labor Day in 2014. So we actually kicked off officially on Labor Day of 2014 because I'd had the weekend to build the website moving into Mm -hmm. Labor Day. Mm-hmm. And it was it was on Labor Day that it, it started. So, and then shortly thereafter, maybe a week later, maybe it was two weeks later, you rebuilt the website because you didn't like it. <laughs> and <laughs> then about the a month later, yeah. And then a month later, you're like, no, no, it's no good. Let me migrate it again, and you rebuilt it again. And then, mm. yeah, you've done it a few times. And then people are like, what's going on? Why do things keep changing? What'd you do, Nate? I'm like, I didn't do anything. Yeah, I stay away. I don't touch. I swear on everything that I believe in that this migration that we just had recently is the last one, because the great thing mm-hmm. about what I've just done is I've actually I've I've changed our hosting so that we can actually alter like we we basically can change our theme and make any adjustments to the website mm-hmm. based on my very limited CSS knowledge. Oh, you so. tried, though. Yeah. Recently. <laughs> yeah, I know. So that's I know. on you. I know. Oh, like, Nate, what did you do? I'm like, I didn't do anything. Um, but yeah, so hopefully this will be the last time. And then and any, you know, upgrades or things like that that we want to do, we can actually do on this particular format now. So there shouldn't be any more updates, upgrades, migrations, any of that. Oh, so the podcast too. We moved to we moved from Hipcast. Right. So Hipcast has been giving us a lot of issues. I know a lot yes. of people have been having frustrations with, you know, the, the episodes not showing up on the iTunes feed and all that stuff for, you know, a few days, even weeks sometimes. Yep. So we've moved from Hipcast to Podbean, which was it was like one of the three that I was looking at because I wanted to look at something that was reliable 
and also really easy to use and Podbean definitely fit the bill. And I also didn't want to pay like $80 a month. So oh yeah, we, well, there's that. Yeah. So we've gotten with Podbean and if we have any issues with that, the, the migration process for podcasts is so much easier. So uh, if we do have issues, we can move away well, from them too. I mean, it's still hosted. Most of the people get it through iTunes. Yeah. Well, so Podbean, like any of those hosting sites, they they push it to iTunes. Like iTunes, iTunes exactly. itself doesn't actually host them. So. Oh, right, right. But I mean, if they subscribe to the podcast through iTunes then or through some podcast getter, then it, they're still essentially getting it from the same place. So hopefully this isn't too disruptive to the regular listeners. You right. Know? Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about the last five years. And I really was hoping sure. to kind of go down and maybe talk to you both about some of the things that you guys have enjoyed, some of the, the Forex games you've enjoyed, some of the gaming moments. I mean, we don't have to make it all about Forex, but some of the, the, the gaming moments in the past five years that have really stood out for you. So, Nate, mm. would you like to start? Maybe just tell me a few of the games that have really stood out to you the last five years. Sure. Um, well, I'll talk about a few games that surprised me. So, obviously, I'm going to mention Thea. Because the first game just was like, what is happening here? It was it was really good. It's still good. And then Thea 2, once I kind of figured out the mechanics, like all the new mechanics introduced, I'm just absolutely in love with the game. And then the another game that surprised me was Age of Wonders 3. Like, the depth of the combat there is phenomenal. And then that kind of led me to look into other tactical combat. And I found XCOM two and xcom one xcom two and that's just you know i mean anybody that's followed the show will know that i've played just you know a few minutes here and there <laughs> yeah yeah 400 or something hours yeah. i don't know that's on record i probably have double that offline play so let me see anything else yeah you know uh, I, looking back on thea too i think or thea comma t-o-o mm-hmm. um the, the strange thing to me is that it kind of came out of nowhere, but I, I, I know that we were looking at it and we were watching it a bit before it came out, but I don't think any of us mm-hmm. expected it to be quite the like genre bender and, and good mm-hmm. game that it was. Cause it's, it's from these, this group of, uh, they're Polish, right? They're Polish developers. Yeah. Uh, most of them are Polish. Yeah. So this group Muha games comes out of nowhere and they, they, they kind of tease this really cool concept and then they, put out a game that was actually really good and it ended up being our what like 2016 game of the year 2015 2015 yeah 20 2015 game of the year right so i mean and i think a lot of people were surprised by that because they weren't expecting this like weird pseudo forex game to you know make our game of the year and certainly we're not like you know ign with our game of the year picks and like everybody's like oh my god what are they gonna pick but you know, it was cool to see a game that, that really was, I mean, very much independent um, and, and sort of changed the way we look at games. And Thea 2, I think, is a is a really cool evolution of it. I haven't played it as much. I'm not the expert I should be on Thea 2, but I know you've enjoyed it and I know Troy's enjoyed it. So, yeah. Yes, and we just recorded a two and a half hour long Audible extension. I know, it's, it's crazy. That uh, we're getting feedback behind the scenes from the various developers at Muha. We were discussing some of our findings and getting feedback from them and having some interesting conversations. So if uh, maybe in the near future, if I get permission, I can share some of that information. It's really interesting. I'd say Thea is definitely one of those. And I I would also say that for me, I mean, we can just sort of play off each other at this point. But for me, I like Endless Space 1 definitely got me back into this genre. But I think Endless Legend for me was the real kicker, like the one that really 
force me to like absorb myself in the genre again because I had fun with Endless Space 1, but it, it reminded me of why I liked the genre, but it was frustrating because I didn't like it as much as I liked some of the older games. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Endless Legend came out and it was like, oh, right. <laughs> Holy crap, these guys are doing something really cool. And, you know, they're, they're I mean, to this day, Endless Legend is one of my top three games of all time. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's a huge highlight for me. And Ben, did you play much of Endless Legend? Yeah, I definitely played more Endless Space just because I'm a space fanatic, but I did play uh, Endless Legend. Yeah. I, okay, I, folks, that's the show. Yeah. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Ben's answer is yeah, to be uh... very terse and short. Hey, Ben, how are you doing? Good. I'm a man of a few words. You know, I'm yeah, not a... Uh-huh. Um, well, Elaborate, I, I actually, please. I was actually thinking about... Um, Endless Legend reminds me... I'm a really big RPG fan. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Divinity Original Sin, you know, mm-hmm. class CRPGs. Right. And Endless Legend kind of, you know, mixes the, the 4X genre and the RPG genre just because, you know, you're building up a, an empire and you have your hero and you kind of lead them through, um, you know, you lead them through everything. I, I would say I definitely enjoyed Age of Wonders a bit more. Mm-hmm. Age of Wonders 3 in particular. Just well, you like the combat. Yeah, uh, even though I, the combat in Endless, Endless Legend grew on me, um, the, the games kind of remind me of the old Warlord Battlecry games. Yes. Remember these? Yes, I do. Um, oh, yeah. Man, and those, you know, I grew up playing those, and Endless Legends kind of brought that back just with a much more, with a much prettier visual audio experience um telling of the story is great the writing is fantastic yeah yeah that's the that's the rpg element right there is the writing Mm -hmm. like the quests and everything like that so i think that was for me like the impetus honestly if if i hadn't been making exploraminate already i think endless legend would have probably made it happen like i know that we were kind of you and i were both sort of involved in in this legend like at the at the vip level like even yep. before but it wasn't it wasn't until after we be, we became involved in exploraminate that we got into that that spot so i think had we not been doing exploraminate before endless legend we would have been at right. that point because we were just right. both like oh my god yeah um, and then fraxicon happened that's another uh, yeah. thing yeah we went to fraxicon that year we got to see beyond earth and i think we were both no, Fraxicon we went in 20... Oh. You and I. You went to the first one in 2014. I couldn't right, make yep. it down there. Right, that's right, that's right. But so. there's a reason why I couldn't make it down there. My child, my second child was born, so there's no way for me to get away. <laughs> yeah, but, I think you would have been killed if you'd gone to Fraxicon. Yeah, if, had I... Go- <laughs> Had I gone to Foraxicon in that time, I think I could have just stayed down there. I wouldn't be walking back in my house. So, you know, there was that. But it's like we had tickets. We had tickets. We had everything ready. And I bought everything. I was ready to go and then couldn't go. But uh, I did go the next one. Yeah, you did. And well, so I got to go the first one. I remember coming back and I wrote a little piece about it and I got to play Mm -hmm. Beyond Earth. And of -hmm. course, like, you know, Beyond Earth, (laughs) when when you're in a like a very confined setting and you're only allowed to play for an hour it, mm-hmm. it, it was really exciting and i remember being very excited about it and of course you know we all know the story about how beyond earth ended up being um right. which ended up being much better with rising tide but yeah no it was cool because then we got to meet each other after we'd gotten to know each other a little bit more on the internet and like gotten yep. to know exploraminate yep. and yep. then we got to see each other at the next fraxicon which was cool yeah. and then we got to meet john schaefer we did we got to have dinner yes. with john schaefer 
yeah. which was in Baltimore. Yeah, it was altogether very strange and awesome. <laughs> <laughs> right. But yeah, so it was cool. We we got to know each other and we got to know John Schaefer at the same time. And it yep. was it was a good time. And then, I mean, it wasn't much longer after that, unfortunately, that I, I did take a step back because I remember the following year, we, we had a lot of good coverage. We were doing a lot of good things. I know Sorcerer King came out and mm-hmm. I think Sorcerer King was the last review I did before I took a step back. And then, yeah, yeah. And then you yep. and the, the gang held it down for, for some time. I mean, two and a half, yeah. almost three years. Yeah, as best as we could. But then towards the end there, like my work schedule just it's you know it's like this you know for me personally i never imagined that exploraminate would get to where it is to it's have insane. the f- yeah and like we have a reputation we have a reputation people consider us <laughs> people consider us uh, uh basically the media and we're we have we have a honor to uphold i'm like what Ooh, I, I'm telling you, it's wild to see, like, uh, and I Reddit's never been, like, the most friendliest spots, but it's weird to me to see, like, when I post stuff on Reddit, some of the stuff that we do, and, mm-hmm. like, the, the reaction that I get from some of the people that are like, how could you think this? Like, and, and, and holding us up at this level, like, some sort of, like, we're, like, the, like the, the voice of 4X. And, right. And I have to remind people, like, okay, first of all, like, we're all, like, there's a bunch of people here at Explominate, and we all have mm-hmm. different views, and we all have different opinions on things so like one opinion doesn't necessarily represent all of us but like as a whole it's wild to see that the the, like the forex community as as an international like group sees exploring as some sort of voice for forex which i think is awesome but it's just it's wild to me because five years ago we never thought of that right well it's awesome but at the same time it's sometimes intimidating because like when I say something, I have to repeat it several times and make it known that what I'm saying here is my opinion as Nate, the gamer, <laughs> right. not as a representative of Explorminate. And people just have such a difficult time grasping that. And they get mad sometimes. And well, they're like, no, but you represent Explorminate. I do when I represent Explorminate, but I'm right. still a gamer. Well, to be fair, you know? like, okay, so like, I, I follow Dan Stapleton on Twitter. I don't mm-hmm. know if most people are probably familiar with him. He's the editor-in-chief for IGN, right? And mm-hmm. I, I actually genuinely like him. He's he's someone that I that I consider someone like I, I a lot of his viewpoints I share, but mm-hmm. like sometimes he'll say things and and it's like it's hard to it's like I feel like it's IGN speaking to me. I know it's not right. it's Dan Stapleton, but I get it. I I, I have to remind myself to disconnect the two because right. you know, he is his own person. He does right. represent IGN in some way, but he is Dan Stapleton. He's not IGN. So right. I get it. Like it's, it's hard to do that sometimes, but, but Ben, tell me about you. Like what, what games have stood out for you the last five years? Um, well, I mean, I, I mentioned uh, divinity original sin already, um, oh, yeah. but in terms of four, yeah, in terms of 4X, uh, I also kind of want to go back to Endless Legend, and I do want to mention how it's one of the few 4Xs, I believe, that has um, such asymmetry, which I love, because I always like playing the most... I, I, I usually don't play on the d- most difficult setting, um, just because I've explained this to Nate before, but I, I like to be challenged somewhat, but I also like to feel... You know, like I'm building this amazing empire and, 
Like yeah, you can, God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can steamroll anything. But when there's asymmetry, I kind of like playing the race that is maybe a bit weaker to begin with or, um, you know, has starts with a disadvantage. Um, it just seems seems a bit more fun to me. Um, now, in terms of 4X games, I, I love Endless Space 2. Um, and I know it has taken, you know, quite a bit of flack about the combat. You know, say whatever you want about that. However, it just feels great to, you know, to build a sprawling empire. Um, and it's so different how you do it, depending on which, you know, which race you choose. Yeah, um, I will say that Amplitude Studios has ruined me for race asymmetry. Like, I just can't play games now. I can't play 4X games, period, without there being some sort of asymmetrical element to it. Like, just even very recently, if you talk about interspace, interstellar space genesis, God. Uh, like, I mean, still yeah. twist my tongue. But if you talk about the game, like, I, I can't, it's it's just not a game that I can get into because you're right, like, that asymmetry for me at this point is so crucial to my enjoyment of a 4X game that when when I don't have it, I'm like, well, screw this game. I don't want to play it. And I know I know that games like Interstellar Space Genesis are probably pretty legitimate. And, and a game like Master of Ryan 2, which is one of the few games, or Master of Ryan 1, which are some of the games that, that helped me get into this genre very long ago, uh, didn't have the asymmetry that, that they do now. But like I just I, I genuinely can't do it. Like Endless Space 2, Endless Legend has ruined it for me. Yeah. And I do want to mention that even, you know, even as great as Planetfall is, um, it's still not as asymmetrical as, you know, Endless Space or Endless Legend. Um, I always like, I can't remember what game this was, um, but take, for example, if you have a space game, and I think it was actually Star Ruler. Star Ruler, you got to, too. Cho- you got to choose how your empire traveled through space. Uh, Sword of the Stars, also. Yeah. Yeah, and, remember, origi- yeah. and originally Stellaris before it was uh, retconned out. <laughs> right, right. And that's just such an interesting choice to make from the beginning because, you know, you're either going to use warp or you're going to use travel lanes or whatever. And, uh, you know, that's it's not necessarily asymmetry, but those kind of big choices about how you grow and expand just always, you know, always get to me in a good way. Yeah, for sure. And I think they encourage replayability because – like for me, I, I get a lot of hours out of the Amplitude Studios games because I want to try every faction. And I try every faction more than once because certainly the first couple times I'm not going to do very well. But then I'll go back and I'll like, right. you know, I'll try them again and, and use their, utilize their asymmetri- asymmetrical like uh, powers or strengths better the next time. And, you know, like, and then I'll do that the next time for the next race. And I it really encourages me to do things that I don't normally do in 4X games because like, let's say... Like the Sophons from Endless Space 2, I'm not normally somebody who would really focus on science so much, but for the Sophons, you have to. Like, that's their yeah. thing, right? And they make it fun. Yeah, exactly. And then with the the um, Cravers, I'm not usually somebody who's very aggressive, but with the Cravers, you have to be aggressive in order to play that game and, and in order to win. So, yeah, I'm with you 100%. Asymmetry is, is huge to me now, and uh, I feel sorry for every other game. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you guys. What it doesn't it from, also doesn't hurt that the amplitude games are very stunning. good visually visually yeah, and audioly. That's what I was getting at right now. Is that they are such a pleasure to just look at and listen to the music that a lot of times 
when a game comes up, even if mechanically it is incredibly sound and it has like just everything right, it doesn't match up. So if I'm going for a one-to-one comparison between many studios and Amplitude, Amplitude wins hands down every single time. So if I'm sitting down to play a 4X and I'm like, oh, I want to play this. And then I start thinking towards Amplitude games. I'm like, ah, but then, no, I can't. I want to play that. So that's where games like, for, for me, Thea 2 and Thea stood out is that they were so different. They yeah, were you so, don't, like, and you don't even need high texture, you know, polygons or anything. You just need a, a great cohesive art style. But and, th- they have high texture polygon for the map it's just your characters Correct. or cards like like magic cards or oh i was talking about know, the host- I'm oh sorry. oh no 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 but endless legend is just high texture all the way across everything yeah. looks fantastic with the endless games not dungeon yeah. of the endless but that's because that was intentional right so, yeah and you- so this is just sort of inspiring to start thinking about the games like the big games that have come out in the past five years so we mm-hmm. have endless legend uh, we have mm-hmm. Galactic Civilizations three that came out shortly after that, and then we have mm-hmm. the the big dog. And I think I remember the fervor and the the hype surrounding Stellaris because it was like finally Paradox, who have been doing these awesome grand strategy games, is joining the four X game. Like mm-hmm. they're making a space grand strategy game. Like I just remember, ah man, I, it was such a huge announcement, and it wasn't much longer after we had started Explominate that we knew that it was coming. Mm-hmm. So it just felt mm-hmm. like. And then, and since then, and it's wild. And I know that we've talked about this before, and I know that we'll continue to talk about this because it feels like it continues. But we're in this like crazy age of 4X games where they're coming out every year. I mean, there's some big games coming out every year, mm-hmm. and they've done that since we started. So maybe, maybe Explominate somehow knew. Um, maybe you and I knew, Nate, that we were going to just have all these games. NDA. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, that's our that's our normal response, right? So, um, right. it has been cool though. So you have Stellaris next, I think. Um, you, you do have six Civilization six, and I remember it's funny because we talked about one of the last videos I did for Explominate before I I stepped back. Um, I talked about the possibility of Civilization six. I thought that you and I mm-hmm. had both thought that it was likely that it would be announced the end of that year mm-hmm. um and we were right on we were just spot on and yeah. i know that we had some inside knowledge on that but it was funny to if you go back to the video where i did like uh you know the best games or most, most exciting anthis- games. most anticipated i think yeah yeah video. that's what it is and i just honorable mention because civ 6 wasn't necessarily uh announced um and then there was people in the comments they're like yeah right civ 6 ain't gonna come out and then sure enough it did so um yeah I don't so, remember any of their comments afterwards. Nobody came back and said, oh, yeah, they, you guys were right. Yeah. Sorry about calling you yeah. names. Where's the My apology? <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, and then, then you had Beyond Earth. You had Beyond Earth Rising Tide. I mean, there's there's been so many games. And now, more recently, you've had Endless Space 2. You've mm-hmm. had, actually, I guess it's not even that recent now. Shoot. No. It's yeah, it's two years. years. Yeah. Uh, well, then I guess you could say more recently than age of wonders planetfall which i think is a huge mm-hmm. huge game and uh, you know it's just wild to think back on on these on these games because there has been a lot and there there's still a lot on the horizon some mm-hmm. of which we can't talk about but some of which we definitely know and have been announced i mean games like soren johnson's uh 10 crowns that's a big one mm-hmm. and we i mean that promises to be something at least that we would want to watch very carefully because of how good civilization 4 was um 
we are we obviously know about humankind now we can talk about it finally yeah right <laughs> which is so but good there's to... still limited what we can say yeah yeah and and brad wardell's been very upfront about the fact that he wants galactic civilizations four he he plans on moving on to that soon so that's something that we're we'll, i don't know i'm sure that's a few years out still but we have games that are still very much you know huge entries into the genre that are are on the horizon Mm-hmm. And the expansion packs or DLC packs, they've been like other, they've almost been like full releases. All right. New, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, you of, could, sorry. No, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> you can expand yeah. on your thoughts. Yeah. No, you're right though. So like, I mean, what I think is great is first of all, we have had some really big expansion packs. Galactic Civilizations 3, I think started off with uh, Crusade, which was one of the biggest and best expansion packs for any Forex game I've ever had. It completely revamped the economy and just about everything that I would have disliked about, or I did dislike about Galactic Civilizations 3. But then we've had, I mean, subsequently another two expansion packs for Galactic Civilizations 3. We've had like 15 for Endless Legend, um, which I think was cool too, because the last two were actually developed by another outside studio. Oh, which is insane to me that I've completely forgotten. We've completely neglected to mention. No, no, that's just you. I knew, I knew you were gonna come back to them. I uh, see. Well, then I didn't. I, I was about to forget them. But Master of Orion, like the Master of Orion, was actually released during that time frame, which yep. unfortunately didn't do as well as I think Wargaming was hoping. Why? And I got to go to PAX East. That's right. Yeah, you got to, to go meet, to PAX East. Yeah, to meet up and wrote that up as well. So. So yeah, was, oh my cool. god, there's been so many. And then now we've you've got, you know, Stellaris with like its 15 expansion packs as well. And Endless Space 2, which is on I think the the, the next one will be expansion 4, right? Yeah, so Yep. Yep. In which Nate and I have been playing and you know, I can say NDA. No, I can actually we can talk oh, a little bit about I, it. I knew, I didn't know. Yeah, we can I mean I can't tell you too much, but I mean I, the premise is already out there that that NGD Studios has come back and is taking over again for Amplitude Studios while they clearly are probably focusing on humankind, but they're making their next expansion about uh, basically like Space Rome, this an ancient race that had this like extra, enormous amount of power that now is like kind of on its way down. It's it's sort of stagnated and now it's lost a lot of its ability to control its you know territory. And the cool thing is is that um, I think people are really going to like it. I don't want to talk too much about it because. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to go against that idea, but I do think that that's, again, there's something else. There's something else that people have to look forward to. And I'd imagine that assuming it sells well, the NGD would do another one, right? Well, they did r- two for right. So I think we need to explain what the significance with NGD is. So NGD did an expansion for Endless Legend, but well, they did two. Yeah, right. The last two. But here's the thing. NGD was the studio that was contracted by uh, to make Massive Ryan conquer the stars. And they had a lot of ideas as to what they wanted to do with it, and they never got to implement them. Yeah, so unfortunately, now we can say this. I don't think we were ever actually NDA'd by Wargaming, but basically the money wasn't there anymore. <laughs> Wargaming kind of just pulled the plug on it and was like, you know, yep. too bad. They had ideas. Clearly, I mean, there was a lot of room for expansions and maybe some gameplay elements that they wanted to add. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Wargaming pulled the plug. So and Chris Keeling was yeah. the executive producer who was right. involved with the original Master of Orion games. He was he was just poor guy. Yeah, he was, left. I met him. Really nice guy. Really Super nice. Guy. Yeah, he was awesome. And I think he had 
just as much of a passion for Forex and Master Ryan as we did. Yep. And unfortunately, I think he saw he saw the the writing on the wall too, and he left. He left Wargaming. Oh no, I think he's still with Wargaming. He's no, just he, working on their mobile division. No, he actually left completely. Oh, has he? I haven't yeah. spoken to him in a while. Yeah, he left, and he's actually now with uh, a Wargaming company. I don't remember which one, but. He's moved back to the United States and he's he's working on he's like an executive producer for one of the big wargaming studios. What? Okay, I'm gonna to need to get in touch with him. Yeah. Say hi. So yeah, I mean, I think Ben brought up a good point. A lot of the games that have come out in the past five years have sort of defined what I think Forex is becoming. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the asymmetry is a big thing, and I think the Age of Wonders Planetfall did a, a you're right. It wasn't quite to the level of Amplitude Studios, but I do think that they understood that asymmetry in that way was important to the to the genre and to the people playing it. And yeah, um, and it clearly took other cues from Endless Legend too. I mean, like the whole region system is directly mm-hmm. from Endless Legend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's cool to see. Like it, you look back on how the genre is formed in the past five years. Some of the things that are now almost staples of the genre that weren't certainly weren't twenty years ago. I mean, with Stellaris being as big as it is and is, is certainly as a, a much of a... I mean, it's definitely the biggest dog right now. Uh, other than Civilization Six and the Civilization series in general, Stellaris has by far and away the most sales and the most concurrent users. Yeah, so, at any given time for a new 4X. Yeah, absolutely. So it's definitely going to... It's going to make its mark. And it already has made its mark. I mean, a lot of the, like, the questing stuff and a lot of the exploration mechanics of Stellaris are already seeping out into the other forex games so are, are there any forex games ben that you're looking at right now like some of the ones that we've talked about or maybe we haven't talked about that are exciting for you uh in the future or i mean i'm, I'm playing planetfall i'm going through the campaign and that's great uh, i have i haven't gotten too far i think i've beaten the first four missions uh, i do like how they're pretty lengthy honestly each mission yeah it's like a um, full-on like forex game like 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 it would be like the, it. It feels like each mission takes about the same amount of time that a sandbox game would take, which I think is great. Right, and you get a little. You know, the writing is definitely not as good as Amplitude Studios, but it, it's enough for me. I know it's not enough for some people, but it's enough for me to keep me, you know, interested. And I do like how they slowly introduce each faction, uh, which is nice. That's pretty much it. I am going to revisit. I, you know, the a big patch came out for Endless Space Two. And I think oh the Nate, community balance patch yeah Nate said you were gonna revisit have you had a chance to do that I want to revisit it yeah I have I've played it I think the balance is much better now uh, it actually covered so many things that it would be difficult to like nail down one thing in particular but I think the behemoths are actually much better balanced now the like the obliterator before was like a way basically too, way a, too powerful a, yeah way too powerful and I think they've done a really good job of of scaling that back and making it a little bit more difficult. And then a lot of like the economy stuff feels a lot a lot better. Uh, I think that it, it feels like a much smoother game. There's still some issues, yeah. and I think a lot of people have already <laughs> expressed those very, very passionately, I'll say, on their forums. But it's definitely in a much better place than it was four or five months ago. Right. You know what I want to see, though, is, and I don't know if there's something up and coming, a, f- a 4X game that has a fairly large focus, maybe, on co-op play. And me and Dallin found that very difficult as we were doing the, you know, when we streamed for a little bit, we tried to do Age of Wonders 3. I think we tried to do um, Total War, Warhammer. And eventually we just settled on RTS games just because they're easy. You can get in, play a match for 30 minutes, 
and that's it. I don't know how a Forex game would handle that, but it'd be interesting to see. I mean, there are Forex games that can do fast matches like that, but I don't know if you can do them co-op. Well, when I mean co-op, I, I don't necessarily mean... I mean, you can just make teams. You know, you can be on the same team. Right. Um, I don't know. It just doesn't seem... I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I'm sure there's plenty of people who play... Obviously, there's plenty of people who play against other people. Right. Um, I don't know. It'd just be interesting to see some sort of co-op play. I don't know how it could work. I, I, I have the gears spinning in my head. Remember back in the day, Starcraft, I think on the console, they released it on Nintendo 64. I think two people could play and you could both control everything, which it was funny if you're playing with a sibling or something and you wanted to, you know, send your gatherers over here, but they wanted to send them over there. Oh yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I don't know if they could do anything like that. And, you know, I mentioned in the, in the discord once that war total war does something great where you can kind of gift your units to uh, someone you're playing with. You know, if you're fighting against AI, mm-hmm. you can gift your units so that both of you can play in the real time scenarios. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, you know, I've never been a big co-op guy. I've never been a multiplayer guy. I know that Nate feels the same mm-hmm. way. So I just, you know, Forex has always been a single player experience for me. And, but I, I do think that, there could be a game that could capitalize on that because I know that there are people that like multiplayer. I know there's a lot of people that like co-op. So, and there's just not any game that really fits that bill for that. I I feel like it'd have to be real time. I mean, this brings me back to star drive one. That game was okay. Co-op. It didn't have multiplayer. I think actually, I don't think it did. I really wished it, it had, but star drive one, they were, you know, pretty quick matches. And since it was real time, you, know, you don't really pause or speed up or you could speed up or slow down, but yeah, I think real time would work best. I mean, that's, well, that's actually uh, to, to bring that up. I think about some of the independent games that we haven't really covered either. Uh, star drive being one of them, star drive two being another, I mean, <laughs> I know there's, there's, I, have it. I just haven't played too much of it. <laughs> well, they're hot button topics to be honest. I mean, both games fell short of something that I think could have been very awesome um, then there's games like Stars and Shadow, which I think is honestly a very solid game. I'm going to do a re-examination soon because I think that people don't understand that it's actually still being updated, mm-hmm. which is yeah. insane to me. Um, and there's actually DLC planned too. So there's there's some stuff that, that, that Stars and Shadow, I think, is really doing well. And what else? I mean, I know there's been other ones. I mean, of course, the Thea games. Uh, Lord of Rigel, which is a game that has been in development for like 400 years. We have more. We haven't heard anything from them in a while. So I've actually been in contact with Lord of Rigel guys. So they actually are very much still working on the game. They went from using Unity to the Unreal Engine. Mm-hmm. So they've Ooh, nice. been, yeah. So they've been spending a lot of time trans, like just basically translating from uh, C Sharp to whatever it is that um, uh, the Unity Engine uses. But I mean, he sent me some screenshots. It definitely looks way better now. But I, yeah, if you guys can you guys think of any other independent games I'm forgetting? You looked over Pax Nova. Yeah, there you go, Pax Nova, and then of course the Don of Andromeda before that, which to me I think Don of Andromeda had a lot of potential if they had because it was just unique and that it was it felt a lot like mm. Sins of a Solar Empire but with more depth. But they just um, they yeah, just, but it was a much on that one. On on the flip side, it was also much shallower than Sins of a Solar Empire. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I get it. I, I think there was more depth to it in the empire management portion. 
And then they fell short of adding that same depth to the combat portion, which it just felt like a washout. And actually, it felt like a much worse game, in my opinion. So a Donovan Jonah, but now Pax Nova, which I think, honest to God, is their best outing yet. I, I'm I'm mm-hmm. actually very impressed by how how well they're they're taking criticism and how well they're they're responding to criticism. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm really excited to see how that goes. But I mean, you're you're leaving off two games. There's Gladius. There you go. See Gladius. I forgot about that one. There's Driftlands. Drift Driftlands, which is a game that I haven't really been able to get into. But yeah, and I'm not even sure I would consider it 4x. But that would be a conversation for another day. Mm, let me see what else. But Gladius, yeah, Gladius is one of those. We games. have a master list. What are we? Why are we beating ourselves up? Let me open the master yeah, list. Open the master list. Just, start talking about yes, the games. Okay. And but why everything? Okay, while you're doing Alliance that, of, I want to talk about Gladius. So I, I do think oh, that Gladius... It's already open. Right. So. Well, so Gladius is a game that I think it, it, it proved to like the genre enthusiasts and, and the audience as a whole that, that you can leave out a couple of those Xs, still be a 4X game in a lot of ways, and right. it'd still be really good. Right. So, okay. So what am I going for? Games in development? No, I mean, let's talk about the games that we've... Like the games over the past five years that have okay. been more independent-minded. All right, let's let me look at the gates. Oriental Empires at the gates. There you go. Oriental Empires. I love the art a, style of at the gates, but I never got into it. It's See, a hard is, game. God, it's a this, hard game. It, I think at the gates is probably the biggest disappointment for me, even more so than Star Drive and all those other things. Like because I think Why? at the gates has a premise that is that is possibly Amazing. one of the more interesting yeah, ones great. I have. Like the idea of being able, like this being this like small upstart barbarian tribe and having to like basically utilize the same gameplay mechanics as one of my favorite games of all time, which is colonization. And that you have to like assign your people to various job tasks and, and build your, your empire from the ground up basically, you know, like Mm -hmm. as a hunter gatherer almost, and then become something more than that. I think that premise is fantastic. And a lot of what he did with the actual implementation of the jobs, I'm sorry, they call them professions mm-hmm. and the clans and stuff like that. And, and the then, UI. Uh, the UI. Was, yeah, and the tooltips. The tooltips, if people don't use those tooltips from here on out, are you're just not right. Because the tooltip system for At The Gates is, is genius. It is I mean, if you took away the rest of the game and you were just looking at the UI, <laughs> you should you just sell like, it. You should just find a way to market. <laughs> yeah, sell it to people. Yeah, but the idea of like having hyperlinks basically within your tooltip system so that you can basically go down a rabbit hole of information is it's a it's a fantastic idea and it works really well for a game like At the Gates. I just for me, I, we haven't heard anything from him at this point. He was supposed to release another patch. Mm-hmm. Um, at some point in August, and he never did. So I, I'm, I'm assuming. I, I suspect it has to do with health issues again. Uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm done with it. I'm not, I'm not going to be the guy who continues to criticize John Schaefer. Mm-hmm. I think he has some fantastic ideas, and his execution was kind of poor. So, anyways, yep. what were the rest of the games? Okay, well, we have some games that we haven't covered, but like DD Empires. I, yeah, I haven't is... even played that game. I don't even know. Yeah, what that game is rough. Minions. No, I'm, Dominion. I'm going down the list. I'm going down the list. We got Space Tyrant. There you go. That's nice. a fun little. That was little. fantastic. Uh, am I excluding the? I'm excluding the Total War games, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. We can probably. I think most people would say that they're not 4X games. They are very similar, but there's no exploration mechanics. So yeah. Okay. We have. Uh, let me see something called Demise of Nations. 
<laughs> right. We have Dominions 5. We have Eodor Imperium. We have Polaris Sector. Yeah, there you go. There's one that I forgot. I actually really Sovereign. enjoyed my time with that game. Crown of Kings. Yeah, that was a game that could have been really awesome. And I still think, you know, so there's a lot of rumor and speculation that Paradox is going to be... Well, I know for a fact that Paradox has come out and said they're going to announce a new game at their PDXCon this year. And I've heard a lot of rumors about it actually being a fantasy grand strategy game. And those those rumors are coming from people that are very much in the know. So, Okay, wow. hopefully, Hopefully they'll do what Sovereignty was trying to do and make it way better. Okay, well, that's very promising. We have Eclipse... New Dawn for the Galaxy, Falling Stars, War of Empires, Last Days of Old Earth. When do we get to the good games? <laughs> oh, uh, let me see. Yeah, just, uh, yeah skip, the, skip the crap. Well, we go to the ones that are actually... Star Ruler 2. There I we go. To, Star Ruler 2 is a fantastic game. Star Ruler 2 is a fantastic game. And it's, it's one of those games that we're going to talk about eventually. We have this great new article series that was brought up by Oliver Mesmorki as some people know him, uh, he wanted to do a, a, an article series where we look at the mechanics of certain games that basically stood out, that were like these wonders of the genre. And I think it's a fantastic premise. And we've already started off with him talking about um, basically like leader bidding in mm-hmm. a game that I'm not too familiar with. <laughs> oh, his, fa- his favorite game? Starbase Orion. I know that's mm-hmm. a good game, but I just, I don't know much about it. Um, but yeah, so that's one of those things. Diplomacy from Star Ruler 2 is absolutely going to be talked about because I think that's a, a fantastic mechanic within that game. Um, I have two candidates for 2015 Game of the Year in here. Let's hear them. Apollo oh. 4X and Arcane <laughs> Source. <laughs> I knew that was happening. Oh, man. Yeah. There's Pandora. I don't... Oh, so we have Pandora. Well, that was a... There's a game that we didn't cover, but Nobunaga's Ambition. It's a Japanese game. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's, that's more it's strategy, no, no. Strategy. It's a good. It's a good game. It's not. Yeah, that's a four X. Yeah, it's just the title. It is. Yeah, just the. It's yeah, just the title is a bit odd. The title is it's and it's based. It's a historical four X that doesn't have magic. Right. So yeah. and doesn't have like I like that. It doesn't have like the fantastical uh, heroes that are like superheroes that can take out whole armies. You know. Right. Yeah, it's like low. I don't know what they they call it. Like higher low fantasy. Yeah. yeah this low isn't fantasy. This is. I don't think this is fantasy. I think this is historical four X. Oh. Let me see. We got uh, hmm. the Thea games, of course. Uh, the elemental. Element right. Elemental. Well, yeah. no. Well, elemental is earlier. Earlier. It's it fallen before our time, but Legendary Heroes came out. Right, as it was actually, it was still being actively worked on when we first started exploring it because I, st- I, I did my first ever re examination on Legendary Heroes. Well, Legendary Heroes was in 2013, right? But I'm saying it was still being developed and actually like added to DLCs, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. For uh, it, Warlock 2, Warlock 2, yeah, that was a big one. I mean, not a big one, but it was, it's, it was on the radar, right? Oh, it was a fantastic game. And that's it. That's let me see. We, then we have all these new games that are in development. Oh well, yeah, and then and so we kind of skipped over Polaris Sector or, or Oriental. No, Empire we didn't. Was, we cover. Well, we no, cover, I'm saying we, you said we brought them up. Mm. We didn't really talk about them. So Polaris Sector was a cool okay. game. It actually had an expansion that we never really. T- I know Explorminate never got a chance to review. No, but, it didn't. Um, and I honestly didn't get a chance to play it too much. Lumeris, I know it added a new race and there was some new mm-hmm. mechanics. 
Um, it was at a time where I had zero gaming time, so it just really kind of bounced off. Mm-hmm. But Oriental Empire, which is a game that you actually mm-hmm. really enjoyed, right? I did. I still do. And uh, they actually, we keep saying actually a lot. I just actually realized <laughs> it. Actually, actually? <laughs> actually. I remember that. There's an actually, actually show. I remember that. <laughs> there was actually exchange episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. So, um, yeah, they have. Um, so their first expansion for it was called Genghis. And it was basically about the Mongolian invasion of northern China and the impact it had on it. And right. the the newest one is Three Kingdoms, their version of Three Kingdoms. So we definitely are going to talk about it and uh, cover it to one degree or another. And I'll I'll give it a spin. I just need to knock out this one thing that's just been whew, <laughs> holding me back. <laughs> Nate's Nate's backlog is is yeah. pretty extravagant, yeah. and there is I don't it's not really a four X, but you have Northgard, right? Four yeah. X like, yeah, no, it definitely has some four X elements to it. I I really like Northgard, and from what I understand, it's it's still getting free updates. There's a lot of DLC that come out for it, but I know that they're also working on a big, pretty big free update as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. So I mean, for the most part, I mean, we've just at least a couple dozen games that we could name as like true 4x games that have come out in the past five years. And like I I was mentioning before, there's, there there are some really big heavy hitters that are coming out. I mean, we know about humanity now, which is something that we can briefly talk about. Sorry, humankind. (laughs) We know about humanity too, right? (laughs) The humankind, which is amplitude studios basic, like it's a game that it's funny because I know some people are complaining about this, but it, it is a game that I remember Roman talking about way long ago that there was a yeah. game he had in mind that he'd always wanted to make. Yep. And when he first started this product pro- project and they were being very tight lipped about it, even with the VIPs, mm-hmm. he was saying that he was working on the game he's always wanted to work on. And so humanity is going to be humankind. humankind. Good God. Uh-huh. Sorry. <laughs> I like the name humanity. Um, humankind you know, it, it's it's going to be what I think, honestly, is there. there's a space there. I believe so. And I know that Troy doesn't, and that's fine. Um, I believe there is a piece of that pie that, that, especially now, because there's a lot of people that are unhappy with Civilization VI. Yes. And Though I supposedly think- Civilization VI, the newest version with all of the updates and everything else, people are starting to report that it has been improved significantly and they're like you gotta play it again you'll be blown away by how good is it and i know joshua is a huge fan and he's always telling me nate when you get a chance fired up so i might just do that i mean i would be next year maybe (laughs) (laughs) whatever but no i'd I'd agree with him i i think civilization 6 is actually a really good place right now i think it still could use another expansion it sounds like they're really really kind of thinking about it um, but I think that for the most part, humankind is, there's a spot for it. And I think that having a direct competitor to one of the, it, the biggest 4X game, period. There's, I mean, even Stellaris doesn't compare to Civilization Six numbers or Civilization numbers, period. If you have a game that's sort of going after that same market share, but is doing things differently and also has the same level of production because with Sega's backing, Amplitude Studios has, has a, I mean, a lot of money behind it. Mm-hmm. And they're very capable. They have and fantastic artists, and and we've talked about this before. Their their visuals and their uh, uh, audio are are above par, and so I think 
I mean, and and that's just one. That's just one game. Humankind being one game. I'm sure that Endless Legend Two will eventually come out. It has to. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said before, Ten Crowns. We have this game called Astra Exodus that came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. That um, people are playing. We have Pax Nova. I mean, there are a lot of Forex games. And Age of Wonders Planetfall has three expansions <laughs> planned for it. So there's there's so much more Forex to come that. I mean, we will be a website for another five years. I'm sure of it. Yeah. That's, that goes without saying. Who will be participating then? <laughs> yeah. that, that I don't know. <laughs> Benz will have, I don't know. Uh, that's <laughs> very good point. I don't know. We might go through another Ben or two, but at least OG Ben will always be here. Right? right? We can yeah. always get him. I'll be on the We can always disc. get him back. We can always get him back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I never really wrote. You know, for the site, I'm just not really a big writer. Um, oh, you made it clear know, maybe, from day one that you will never write anything. Like, <laughs> yeah. nope. Maybe I'll come back to the podcast. Yeah, that'd oh. be awesome. Yeah, it'd be fantastic. Um, but so the idea really is, I mean, moving forward, clearly I've kind of returned. <laughs> if you haven't figured that out yet. Um, while a few of the guys, some of the guys that have been handling the, the the heaviest of the weights like nate and troy and and a couple others they joshua you know, they, micah yeah joshua micah um mark I, all these guys have kind of had to take, take a, a, a normal step back you know from from real life stuff and it's time for me to kind of come back in and I'm, i've always been someone who's very creative i like to be creative so i've clearly made a lot of changes in the last month or two yeah, one, um, one or two yeah, you know, with website, and I've I've tried to add some visual flair to the site, kind of get us, you know, into the twenty almost twenty twenties. Um, so, but I think going forward, it'd be it's cool that we've kind of established a group, a core group of guys that, you know, throughout life they'll come back. They kind of, you know, the ebb and flow of of their lives allows them to come back at times. And I know for me personally, I've I've reached a really good balance where Explorate can be a part of my life, and it doesn't feel like i it doesn't feel overwhelming like it used to so Mm. um and that's important because i think before when i was trying to balance everything and you know kids and life and jobs and all that stuff that exlominate felt like a job and i didn't like it (laughs) and now it doesn't so um that'll change don't worry yeah no i'm sure it will and and when it does i think it's natural for everyone to take a step back or something and maybe you know contribute less or whatnot and maybe you'll be in a lull with work at that point and you yeah, can step up. So uh, I, I make no such promises. <laughs> no, I, I know you don't. So <laughs> because oh, maybe man. Ben will, maybe Ben will step up and he'll yeah, be yeah, here. there you go. It's Ben here. Ben's turn. No, no, you'll run Exploramonate. Oh, all right. <laughs> you'll make all the big decisions. <laughs> I need some training first. Um, yeah. So dude, I learned on the job. I had no training. I didn't yeah, know what unfortunately, I, was I just sort of handed him the reins and was like, "Peace out, Nate." <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that from from this point forward, going four, five, ten years from now, we're going to be here. It's something that we really enjoy. I don't imagine my passion for forex is ever going to leave completely. I think it does mm-hmm. wane occasionally, mm-hmm. but it it yeah. is something that's always stayed with me, even thirty years later. Yeah, like when cyber. I don't know. Have you been out. playing 4X for 30 years? Yeah, I mean, I've uh, Civilization One came out 30 years ago almost. Did I you mean, play it when it first came I, out? I, I, yeah, I, I can't imagine you did. It 
within a few months of it because my friend, I'd never heard of anything civilization. My friend, I, I came home one day or I'm sorry, I came over to his house one day and he's playing this game and I'm like, wow, what is this? And it, 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 it was very shortly after its release. I was seven or eight years old tops. Mm. So yeah, I'm 37 now. I would say yes. It, I was like seven or eight years old. And I remember, I remember just being like, wow, this game is awesome. And it was, it was ugly as hell compared <laughs> to today's standards. But right. I just remember being like, wow, you can go from like catapults to fighter jets. Like this is amazing. And since then I've been completely obsessed. So, um, I feel you. Yeah. So does anybody else have anything? You guys have anything else you want to say before we wrap this episode up? Um, just kind of going off of what you had said earlier, that you're stepping back into the mix to be more active. And uh, this is going to be, my guess is that this podcast will be up probably maybe within a week of recording, maybe a little bit more. So it's not, it's not going to be up like the next after recorded, right, Rob? Uh, no, I'm I'm editing it tonight, so it might be. <laughs> oh, it'll be. What I'm hoping is it'll be up before the weekly exchange because I don't want to take okay. away from the weekly exchange. Oh, okay. Because in the weekly exchange, Troy does a reveal that I don't want to spoil here. Yeah, don't so. don't yeah don't don't spoil because I, Troy has some things he wants to talk about on weekly exchange. So stay tuned for that. But mm -hmm. yeah, unless you've already coming. heard it, unless you've already heard it, in which case, oh well. NDA, NDA, NDA. <laughs> yeah, it will. This will be out before the weekly exchange. That okay. is definitely my goal. So, okay. Yeah, uh, I do think that changes are coming. There are things that are happening. Hopefully, um, the few of us that are going to be able to remain sort of full time or at least committed as much as we were before, or even mm -hmm. more so, like myself, mm -hmm. uh, can kind of pick up the slack that unfortunately we're going to lose with with you stepping back a little bit and yeah with some of the other guys not being able to contribute as much. Well, you know, it's just, I'm not, I'm stepping back because look, you know, this, I, I have a limited amount of free time and there's a competition between stuff I do with Exploraminate and free time I get to spend with my kids. And I mean, yeah, I love Exploraminate. I love yeah, these no. games, but you know, my kids, kids, sorry. Kids gotta work. I know kids gotta win every time. So I, I 100% right, agree. So. And, and so, with that being said, there's two things I want to say before I let Ben close us out because he's going to. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. <laughs> Ben's like, yeah. wait, what? <laughs> It'll be short and sweet. <laughs> Hold on, I'm lining up the speed. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, but no, there's two things I do want to say. And I know that this is something that Nate's already always said. And it's something that I want to reiterate right now. But, but we are fortunate enough to have people that have supported us from nearly the very beginning. And those people, some of those people have been our patrons and people that have been a part of the community since almost the very beginning, which is, I think, amazing. I, I, I still see some of the names here on our Discord that I saw when we first started this this website. Mm -hmm. To you, to those people, I want to give you the biggest hug ever and thank you so much because without you, this site have never been what it is now, and I I'm I'm blown away by that that kind of support, and and more so even. Maybe not more so, but just as much. I'm as ex I'm I'm just blown away by the people that actually give their actual money, like their right. real money, mm -hmm. and send it to us every month. Which it helps us do everything that we do. It is actually paid for a lot of the like facelift that we've been given. So 
to you guys, thank you so much for your support. Thank you for giving your hard-earned money to us. Hopefully, you don't feel like it's been poorly spent. And last but not least, I wanted to say I love you guys. I love you all. <laughs> just don't but, make any smoochy sounds yeah no i mean for me moving forward it, i you know for my 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 goal the the mission i have in my mind is a yes the facelift the kind of like modernization of explominate to make us look a little bit more like a 2020 website but also i want to kind of I, I want to get back to where we were when we first started this. And if mm -hmm. that means I have to work a little harder, that's fine. But, you know, I do want to focus more on what we, I think Nate and I had this, this idea of when we started, which was a website that, that would, that would revisit Forex games, Yes, you know, because they changed so much. So reexaminations yeah. are something that I want to start seeing again. I want to hopefully really start to start kicking that off. Um, and, and a lot of our, our thought pieces, like Oliver's amazing at it. I think the the think piece that he, he recently had with the loss in space and how he's not really too pleased with any of the Space Forex games, that was a great thought thoughtful piece and it generated a lot of good discussion. Mm -hmm. um, with that being said, I also wanted to hopefully put out a call to arms <laughs> in some way. If you guys are interested in working or or writing for Explorinate, please let me know. We are... Um, we are short some people. It would be good to have some people that have writing capabilities that can, you know, maybe just contribute every once in a while. That's fine too. But if you have writing capabilities and you enjoy this genre as much as we do, please uh, reach out to me either on our Discord, through our email or whatever. But we'd love to hear from you. Yes. And I was just speaking up for Ben. Oh, yeah. he's still writing his speech. <laughs> so I was just. I'm, I'm more of a listener than a, uh, you know. The mm -hmm. talker but i will mm -hmm. say as kind of like a i don't know i mean yeah I'm, I'm a staff member i'm one of the original three four and um as a person who kind of just maybe watches over a lot um i do like all the changes and like like you said rob with the you know with these extra articles and these insightful articles that have generated all this um commentary i really like that i do wish uh, we 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 also have very good discussions in the Discord too. That has kind of come in the last year, I would say. Not here. Discord is this summer. Yeah, yeah. we just started in July, I think. And yeah, that's, and I think that was actually really Rob. Good. The, Rob's been bugging me for a year. Hey Nate, man, when are you gonna start the Discord? <laughs> yeah, but remember hey, I messaged you. I was said, Hey Nate, make it make an Explorinate Discord, and you said, Yeah, 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 I'll get to. <laughs> Hey, oh, we'll you see. too. Yeah, but most no, Rob was literally like texting me, Hey, Nate, how about that Discord, buddy? Huh? Where's huh? the Discord? <laughs> yeah, I think the difference you, between you and me, Ben, is that I'm not considerate whatsoever. <laughs> you're, you're a much more considerate person. I was just like, Nate, 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 do it, Nate, do it. Yeah. And, and I did back in February, and he's like, Hey, Nate, open it up so we can post it. I'm like, Nah, it's just we use it for recording of the podcast it's like no open it up to the community and then i did and then people went in there and there's i didn't realize that all our old conversations from february are still there and people were laughing at it and good time was had yes yeah no discord is really good for you know especially for this site if you want to grow um it helps bring community together and that's really important like rob said yep um yep. but yeah all the changes are great you know i look forward to I guess participating when I can without having to write. Um, <laughs> right. Well, that's still, you know, that's 
That was, I, I believe, that's the bread like and said, butter. That that was the condition, the original condition. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was the very first thing Ben said to us. I will join you as long as I don't have to write. Right. And, my, how many, and I've tried, and I've tried a few times, and every time you're like, ah, oh, don't do it, or I'm gonna quit. Don't do it, or I'm gonna quit. Yeah, yeah. And, and we've kind of we have kind of pulled back from video, you know, content, and I don't know. It, it might be kind of hard to. You know, get back into that. No, we can't get back into it. The problem with the video content is with what the stuff that YouTube has been doing for the past year and a half that like we put up videos and nobody sees them. We like the people, the people that we, our community that we tell, it gets watched. There's comments, good, bad, people watch it, but there's no discoverability on YouTube. So YouTube makes it hard, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're, we've been around, we, I mean, how many, had over a million downloads last time I checked, and that was like maybe a year ago. So that's already pretty right. significant, but still. So I just want to add one last thing and just, you know, the last, when Rob, when you stepped back, I couldn't do this by myself. Troy and Joshua stepped up, Micah, Mark, Dallin, Oliver, a couple of people, a couple of the bands, a couple of other people, Matt also. So people came and went. We did a bunch of things. So I just, you know, Explorinate is both a community online where, you know, we have our presence on Steam, we have our website, on Discord, YouTube, on Twitch, wherever. But Explorinate is also a community behind the scenes where all of us, none of us are getting paid. All of us were doing this for free. All of us were giving up our spare time to put out this content and the thing is is like as i said in the beginning we're being referenced by developers by publishers i'm constantly getting email invites oh are you guys going to be at uh, gamescon or are you coming to pax west or are you coming to this or to that we'd love to have you over and sit down and talk and that's we've even been invited like hey we'll pay for you to come out here and it's like i want to go i can't you know but it's it's really cool, and this has all been a team effort. It's not been any one person that, like, you know, granted, Rob and I started this, and it was more Rob than me, and I was just kind of helping out and then, you know, took on a bigger role. But really, it was everybody working together. And moving forward, it's going to be everybody working together because if this is just a one-man show, if Rob is going to be the only one doing this, he's going to – how long is it going to be before you're like, oh, man, this is too much. I can't do all this alone, right? About 22 hours. Yeah. Yeah. I certainly could. I don't think I even lasted that long. I, I had my white flag up. Help. Somebody help me. Help. You know? So it's just, it's, it's, um, it's awesome to see what we've accomplished. I can't wait to see what we will do. I, I'm just sitting back with popcorn. Ooh, what are we going to do next? Oh, wait, no, we got to do this. Damn it. <laughs> I can't, I can't sit back just yet, but it's, it's been, it's been an awesome time. It's been an awesome five years. Actually, <laughs> I had to throw it in there. Yes, perfect. So, but yeah, I mean, it's it's been great. And as usual, like, thanks to our patrons, thanks to our community, thanks to the developers and publishers that post on our forums, communicate with us, talk to us, because we're not professionals. We're, we're considered media, I suppose, but we're not. We're just a bunch of gaming nerds like the rest of the community out there. Not saying that they're gaming nerds, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I guess too you. late. You said it. I know. I know. I, I do want to echo some of what you said before, and then I, I do think we should wrap this thing up. But I, I, 
you're right. A hundred percent. This has been a team effort from the very beginning. And I don't think that I've taken enough time to thank everyone that's come through. I mean, there have been a lot of people that have come through and, you know, contributed what they could and then moved on, which is totally awesome. Mm -hmm. But there has been a lot of, a, a, a significant group of people here that have spent a lot of their free time for very little or zero pay. I mean, basically no pay at all, but sometimes right. they get free games. Right. Um, and they've they've made the site what it is. And if it weren't for them, and if it weren't for you guys who are listening and the people that have been in our audience for as long as we've been around, we wouldn't be here. So thank you to all the people that have contributed, that have been a part of this group. Um, I haven't said it enough, and I don't think that I could say it enough. So thank you to everybody who's done that. Um, the last thing I do want to tell you is that there are a lot of things that are in the pipeline that I think Explominate fans are really going to enjoy and appreciate. So stay tuned. Just because there are changes doesn't mean that we're not going to be just as good or even maybe better than ever. So, oh, one more thing I want to add: we're <laughs> yeah. still we are still one hundred percent funded by our community. We're not doing ads. So when you say changes, yeah. it's not like ads will start appearing. No, yeah. We're not doing no. promoted no. stuff. Never going to get care. back. Yeah, I don't care if our, our Patreon drops to zero dollars and zero cents. I will never make this an ad site. It is not something I wanted to do to make money. It's something right. that I wanted to do to express my shared passion for Forex games mm -hmm. with the community and with people like you guys, like you. And um, but ads are ads are never going to be here. But having Rob having said what he said, please don't drop Patreon to zero because getting that money sure <laughs> yeah. helps pay for this stuff. Yeah, yeah no, <laughs> seriously, there are hosting costs for everything. It, it, it makes it easier when you're going to your significant other. Yeah. Okay, how much money did you spend on this this month? Oh, right, exactly. Honey, I didn't spend any money. The community paid for it. Oh, okay. Versus, yeah. you did what? A hundred percent. And then uh, more especially, or more especially, more importantly now. Actually. Actually, now, uh, moving forward too with some of the stuff that we've changed with the Patreon with the monthly contest and stuff like that, that's only that's only possible because of the support. I don't have the money to throw out every month. And the only reason that we're able to do these these great contests and these great giveaways for our patrons are because of the, the support that we're getting. So, yep. Thank you to everybody who's doing that again one last time. And uh, here's to another five years. Honestly, I'm, nice. I'm super yeah. excited about. We'll be back in 10 years. Clinky, yeah. clinky. Glass or the clinkies. Ten. Yeah. Uh, maybe one day we'll have an Explominate Con. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It would just be like the Forex, like the only Forex convention on the planet. Except yeah. all the other ones, right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, thanks guys for joining me tonight. It's been so great to catch up with you and hear your voices again. And Ben, thank you for coming out of the closet and talking to us. No problem. I've been, <laughs> I've been looking the whole time, so don't. <laughs> I, know. I know, you've been, I, I, I kid around, but you've been so active in our, our I, you're the only person I can talk to on our Discord sometimes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so thanks Nate for joining me. No problem. Thank you for having me. Thank you for inviting me. They'll hear from us again soon. Yeah, and I was going to say, this wouldn't have been a five-year podcast without you, because, I mean, yeah. it's it feels like, you know, the meeting I've, of the minds. I feel like the third wheel here. No, no, no. It, <laughs> You're not. I was about to say, the, the three of us were some of the original. I mean, Ben, you were, I, I feel like you were the third person to come on with us. He was. And yeah, because, I know, but I just had this image of you two looking at each other in the eye. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, thank we're both you. holding your hands, so don't worry. <laughs> You're still welcome. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it's a circle. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, I won't go any further. Anyways, so <laughs> thank you so much for listening today. Um, again, thank you all for your support for these past five years. We're going to continue doing our best. And thanks again to my two friendly co-hosts who are staring at each other in the eyes now. Um, and in the meantime, and until next time, thanks for listening. This was Rob, Ben, and Nate for Exploiminate. We'll talk to you guys soon. See ya.